0: Welcome, everybody. Um, today's a very special day because we're playing the Mist Walkabout Mini Golf Course with the co creator of Mist, Rand Miller. So, welcome, Rand,
1: to your island. Hey, thanks, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. weird. There's not supposed to be other people on this island, so this is a little bit weird, you know, to be interviewed with other people on an island that's very private up to this point, you know? So.
0: Yeah. Kind of cool. It was the, I remember that was one of the very first things that you said when we were um when we did our very first playtest and you guys dropped in with us in multiplayer because we could literally just fly around like the holes were functional but it was like still in pretty early state but still it was just that initial like people are around was like actually the weirder thing than seeing the island itself almost.
1: Very so. crazy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's really cool. It's it's weird to start on the dock here. And the first thing you see is, you know, you see the gears, but, oh, wait, yeah. there's a mini golf hole, hole between you and the gears. <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, love been, it. I love it. And the I've water, by lo- the way, I'm, I'm looking out at the water. I just got to say, that is mm-hmm. like some majorly well-done mist water there. OG we gotta hand it to cool water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got to hand it to Craig, our uh, lead tech artist. He is a yeah, probably a missed originalist. So once he says like, oh no, we got to go with the green waters, like okay, let's see what we can. You see, yeah, we had a he did a great job of like capturing that feeling. It feels like of the original game because of our low poly style and everything, but also like do doing some cool stuff that like you could never get to run. I mean, I know that it was everything was pre rendered, but still like some. Pretty advanced-looking things that you might miss, but all those details just add up. So, well, let's yeah. let's awesome. play a little mini golf while we chat. Let's do a little tour of the island. Let me um, take my first shot here, and uh, this is this is really what this is all about. We're gonna put some money on this game and uh, and see
1: how uh, sweet. Yeah, see how you are at mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going next. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm All right.
0: So you guys were actually... um, So when we chatted for the first time, it sounded like you guys had already been playing Walkabout a little bit. So it's not like it was kind of coming out of left field. You were at least somewhat familiar with with the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the first time... This is a weird little fact. The first time I was actually in Walkabout... Was with my brother Robin and mm-hmm. Richard Vanderwind. Um, okay, we kind of had a little <laughs> meeting in here that was kind of fun. So
0: yeah, yeah. It all just it all comes full circle. Well, and we've been just having chatted with with you and a bunch of the other folks at Cyan. We've been saying it's kind of funny how like, I mean, you guys have been around for thirty plus years, but it also feels just sort of like very similar very similar size just sort of like how you guys i'm actually like i don't want to dive too deep into like the crazy like the the crazy sort of like like business questions but i do have to kind of curious like so you guys have been around for 30 years doing oops got a little wonky there um you guys have been around for yeah for 30 years just sort of like how like you're one of the few companies especially that has managed to stay independent for that long. I'm just kind of curious sort of like, yeah, how you do it or how you sort of like have survived for for this long, because it's a tough industry.
1: It is do you very, have any tips for all should. the VR
0: devs who are just getting in?
1: <laughs> yeah. Nobody should get into game uh, production lightly. Oh my goodness. As yeah. you know, it's like this <laughs> is much harder than it seems. But yeah. I think because I mean the the tricky part is everybody thinks, oh wow, Cyan, they made mist and they've been coasting ever since and they don't see the before and the after of that, which is mm-hmm. before there were many years of of scrappy um uh Crazy, crazy, uh, like bankruptcies and from from publishers and fighting battles and staying alive. And honestly, it's about being incredibly scrappy and pivoting quickly. And um, yeah, I mean, Mist helps. Let's face it, Mist yeah you know, helps us helps things. It built a office for us that we could stay in during lean times, but you know I don't know that we'd have it any other way. It's so nice being indie and being able to do this, the way we want. Oh so boy. I am kind
0: of. So let's actually go back a little bit because I I mean I know some about Mist, but I'd love to hear sort of like even the like the before Mist, like because that was a huge game. It was super technically and artistically complex. What had you done previously that kind of paved the way for
1: Mist? Yeah, in a lot of ways, we were we were practicing. We were doing um, kind of these kids games to try and try and get our uh, I don't know, figure out oh, what. He, oh, oh, yes, that I needed that, Lucas. I needed that <laughs> badly. That was uh, you could tell that was that was a well-planned shot. That, I, that was that banks, was perfectly.
0: Yeah, that yeah, was completely what you meant to do. That.
1: Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Um, no, we did we did a few kids uh worlds is what we call them and okay. you know they didn't have goals they didn't have purposes but but they let us um figure out what people would do in these situations and how we could build these things to and and get better at it and we got to practice our craft and still have people kind of buy our stuff as we were going but but you know we we had all kinds of issues like uh at some point um, oh, that's gonna hurt! Oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> just like real mini golf. Just like real mini golf. It's
0: we are totally just yeah. We do not care about your feelings at all. We just want you to <laughs> suffer at the hand of of ball physics. That's really
1: it's, <laughs> it's, gra- it's gravity a- is is the nemesis in this game. You know. <laughs> So how long had you guys been no, around before before Mist? Sorry when you, I'm distracted by <laughs> losing. I'll
0: I'll I'll let you sort of like finish this putt before I hit you with the next question then. <laughs> Just
1: Oh gosh. That'll do it. Just cutting the angle here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so how long right.
0: had you so had you guys been doing those other games sort of like as as Cyan before mm-hmm. you before Mist came along?
1: You know, there was probably, um, was it 10 years of those other games, maybe? Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe it just seemed like 10 years, but it was mm-hmm. probably from, uh, 80, well, I don't know, 87 to 94, 86, 80, I mean, I don't know when we got started. Okay, yeah. 80, 80 something. So yeah, it was, you know, five to 10 years of, of other but, yeah, you were it's doing scrappy. It. And it was just, Yeah. Just my brother and, and I for for a lot of those, so
0: and how did you sort of like how did you just get into it or sort of learn how to, to do all of this? Because all the game stuff was sort of like cutting edge. There weren't schools, there weren't books. Like where did you sort of just how did you learn to, to do all of it?
1: Well, I mean that that's we kind of learned on our own and I mean we used every tool we could get to kind of uh um help us i mean we built the world mm-hmm. in hypercard because it, it worked for us so
0: okay um, so, the, so basically yeah the
1: platform yeah so by the us, time
0: this came along you had already sort of like yeah you had kind of really sort of like gotten very comfortable with hypercard then
1: exactly sorry i'm not even paying attention here what am i okay
0: I gotta do. Yeah, oh, you gotta solve the go. puzzle first.
1: Spoiler alert. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was in here. I played this twice uh, over the weekend, and it's this this. Uh, it's distracting having you ask me questions. Can I just play the game and forget the <laughs> questions part? You know.
0: We could just not talk. Yeah, we could just. Uh, yeah, we could just get really I, uh, <laughs> like aggressively. I did sort pretty of, like, good over the week.
1: I did pretty good over the weekend, I have to say. I was, you know, I impressed my wife. Um, She was like, oh, wow, you are, you're good at this. Like, yeah, until I'm actually in the middle of talking while I'm doing it.
0: It's all part of the distraction. Well, now is probably the best that I will ever get at this course, that's how it always happens because (laughs) as we get close to a release, that's when we have to like, just testing, testing, testing and just like trying to break stuff. And so I end up just yeah, I've probably played all these holes at least 20 times in the last couple of weeks, so <laughs> it's really yep. kind of unfair. I should switch to left-handed, but I'm not going to do that.
1: Oh, that, I love when you... That's not what I meant to do. I love that. That made me happy, unless you did it on purpose. Uh, oh, Oh, no, no, yes. People. See that?
0: There, See yeah. Now, that? This is I have a chance. chance now. This is your chance.
1: Yep. <laughs> this is my chance. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this hole is not one I often do well, so.
0: So if I could ask sort of another, like even geekier uh, question, just because it's something that I'm really, really curious about. So, well, I, let me also just say that I realized sort of like, even just recently, um, like how much, like honestly Mist was probably the thing that got me into making games and making animation because I realized that like, Shortly after Mist came out, I got a copy of Bryce 3D um, oh, and started yeah. playing around yeah. with some of, the, some of the landscape generation in that. And that was a, probably one of the first sort of like consumer grade 3D. Like you could, they made it a lot of stuff. It was simple. You couldn't do a ton with it, but you could do sort of like Bob Ross landscapes with it. And yep, I yep. had this idea that I wanted to do a Journey to the Center of the Earth point-and-click adventure game, and I I mean, at the time, I was would have been in my teens, so I didn't realize how much of a sort of, like, it was like, oh, I just wanted to make mist. I just think it's so nice. ironic that now, here we are, now we're making mist with you, and Journey to the Center of the Earth is one of the courses that we have coming up, so I just want to thank you <laughs> for, yeah, for manifesting all of that. Um, I love it. Oh, this is your turn, because you won this, or you won the last one. But,
1: oh, for once. So, so
0: I'm also very curious So, like, so early on, you like mid 90s, like were you even doing a lot of the educational games? Like what, what software were you actually building a lot of the worlds, like the pre-rendered graphics in?
1: By the way, I'm going to stand in all, uh, you know, we're, we're talking so much about me that I'm, I'm losing a little of this. This is so <laughs> good what you guys have done here. The way you interpreted so much of this is so much fun. The tree going up yeah. and down. You know, it's just really great. Nice job, I, you guys. I will,
0: I will interject and say that, that uh, Henning, uh, Henning Kachi, our lead level designer, did um, really, he's a big Mist fan, but he took a lot of the designs um, or uh, things from the original game and found a way to, like, mini-golfify them. Um, and yep, yep. really, a lot of this does come down to him. The irony is, uh, like, this was... One of the easiest courses to build, just because, like, really, you guys gave us the island. We had to rebuild it in our style, but still, like, it was all figured out. Um, But then the actual execution of all of the puzzles that came about, that's... I'm just handing the lead over to you.
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like, all of the puzzles and the switching
0: mechanic, it... Oh, go ahead, yeah.
1: Oh, I was gonna say it adds such a cool element to um, to the whole thing you know I mean it's and, yeah. and you don't expect it at first I mean you go down to the first hole and you're like wait there's a wall there what do I do and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you realize you start to realize the mechanics I mean spoiler alert mm-hmm. if you're watching us you're, you're gonna learn a lot of little things here and there <laughs> but and then there's layers of that that you start to find which is so missed <laughs> it's so missed so yeah nice job
0: yeah. Oh yeah, and all of the Easter eggs the team has put in. Like I was, uh, I actually just had to go through and like really kind of take a glance at all of them for a couple different purposes, and sort of like, oh wow, I didn't even realize that some of this stuff was in here. I just found something under hole four that I had no idea was in there. That's like, oh wow, I didn't even know about that yep. one. So I'm glad yep. that. there's So uh,
1: many little treats. I just, it's so much fun. People are gonna mm-hmm. love this, Lucas. They are gonna oh, love yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's so fun.
0: Yeah. Well, um, well, yeah, so, okay, so if I can, just because I'm really, really curious, so yeah, so that was the other side, so of the, um, there's the actual, like, creating the game, but doing all the pre-rendered stuff that you guys were doing, like, it was just, I mean, completely cutting edge, so, so advanced on, like, multiple technical fronts, was that just, was that just you and Robin that was doing all of that work?
1: Um it, it was at the beginning with Mist um we added more people with I mean with our other okay. games we actually we actually had uh, friends filling in we had a couple people who helped with music and with our with the with the children's worlds or the you know younger audience or I mean I actually adults loved them too but um mm-hmm. but then when we when we took on Mist we realized okay this was going to be bigger and we needed to shore up our our team so we added some other people chuck carter um Mm -hmm. who people are familiar with and uh chris Brandcamp, um bonnie staub um and uh even our brother ryan helped out as well so yeah it was a it was a bigger team and that was weird for us because it had been us mostly us just for so long it was Mm -hmm. kind of exciting having a larger team for a change. Yeah, yeah, kind of cool.
0: How how did you, I mean, I guess at that point it was sort of like so seven, eight people, so a larger team but still not like, still not so large that you were spending all of your time managing people. Like you were still probably doing most of the, a lot of the hands-on stuff I would guess, right? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. In fact, I mean, as much as their management is a thing in a small company if you think yeah. that you can just be a manager in a small indie yeah. studio you're probably in for a big surprise cuz everybody's got mm-hmm. to got to get their hands a little bit dirty and and oh, yeah. I mean I was just doing sounds for Firmament yesterday so as much as okay. you know I'm managing and I'm older and I'm somewhat trying to retire I'm still involved in production <laughs> Which is, which is great. I, you know, it's, it's, well, th- uh, kind of fun.
0: I, I love that. And that actually makes me feel better because two nights ago, I was literally putting in the gear sounds for this hole and thinking like, oh man, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I had to dust <laughs> off my audio skills in a way that I haven't had to do in a little while and was sort of like,
1: that's right. there's probably yeah. people who could do this yep.
0: better than me, but hey, with the size that we're at right now, nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here and, and master these yeah. audio files, so
1: gotta get done and you got you just Mm -hmm. just gotta do it yeah oh so snap
0: bad so let's actually i mean there's so many questions that i could ask about sort of like other games and 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 all that but i guess one of the things that i'm most kind of curious about is sort of like how how things have changed or not changed even just sort of like technology wise like just sort of like coming from cuz i mean mist was 94 right like
1: just yep that's yeah been, 93 94 we're coming up on, mm-hmm.
0: okay, so we're coming up on we're coming up on 30 years so like i'm just kind of curious how yeah how you do things differently do you does the does it think do, does it make you think a lot differently or are you still um, do you feel like it's a, it's just sort of a natural evolution that and you're do, tapping a lot of the skills that you were using from the original mist design
1: you know, the designs, if you're if you involved in the designing part, it's very similar because mm-hmm. we're still just making worlds. That's what it feels like. We're making worlds with and we're adding a little bit of friction into those worlds. So, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whether it's you have to take into account whether it's real time or not real time or whether it's VR or not VR. But it, mm-hmm. those are small walls that you design within. And it feels mm-hmm. very similar other than that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, real-time, well, you know, honestly, it, one of the things that we've talked about, you and I, is one of the big things that changes um, how you do these worlds is multiplayer. And that's something you guys have had oh, to yeah. deal with, like, big time in. <laughs> you know, it's one thing if you're playing golf, but it's another thing if you've got puzzles and you've got... Walkways that yeah. open and close, and suddenly whoever's turn it is, all the states change, and you have to deal with all that. We learned those lessons when we were doing Mist Online, and mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it or I mean, it adds an order of magnitude of complexity when you add yeah. one other person into the mix. By the way, this I whole mean full is disclosure. Like this is actually
0: a, yeah. oh, it's so it seems so simple, but ah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, full disclosure, oh, this is so actually simple. the second time that we've recorded this because the first time the multiplayer was on a pre release build and it uh, it didn't work, so we got in here and tried to play and it didn't work. So yeah, multiplayer right. is a hole it's way, way more complex than anyone realizes. So um, yeah. This so one
1: I this is the one hole I'm gonna get a lot of strokes in. I no matter what I do, I have this hardest time. Oh, look there at you go. I see that? We got a Nope. Or at least we gotta got get in yeah.
0: uh we gotta get in match play for you so that oh uh, so it's uh yeah this
1: is, this is well that was so just a give me I don't feel bad
0: for you on that one that was
1: <laughs> yeah this so, is a uh, we're having a meeting we're not playing mini golf we're having a meeting that's what this is yeah
0: exactly yeah. this is just a it, it's just mm-hmm. a friendly friendly little game no yeah, yeah I'm
1: not I'm just playing you're not gonna owe now, me a ton of money after this cars. or anything. No, I'm going to catch up on the on the I mean, you know, on the next I few holes. Actually,
0: I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, but I do believe that uh, that Mighty Coconut will own the rights to Mist after this game. So that's...
1: <laughs> there's a lot on the line. There is a lot <laughs> yeah. on the line. Now, the last time I played this hole, I got I got this one in one shot. So okay, just saying.
0: So one of the things, I want to come back to something you were saying because one of the things that, that I've heard you say before is that you guys really do think of it almost as the world building aspect is really the thing that you guys kind of start with. That you're like the puzzles yes. are sort of like they're, they're a critical part of it, but you really start more with the, the world itself. So what is that sort of like that as you're coming up with news? So for instance, like Firmament, you I know it's coming up uh, pretty soon here. What was the sort of like the nugget or the process for coming up with that that game?
1: Um you know the 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 seeds it's weird where the seeds come from. Um and it's hard to describe. It's things that interest us and things that we haven't done before, but things that seem like they could be an intriguing storyline and allow us to make Oh, that was terrible. Um, Make a fun, um, fun places, fun, interesting places. No. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Um, So, yeah, Firmament was, I mean, I don't want to give away too much because it's, you know, but it it, it was the storyline that kind of intrigued us with that one as much as anything. We came Mm -hmm. up with a cool story, uh, cool elements of the story that were that were really fun Um, and you know having uh, having certain reveals at certain times are always fun during the story it's 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 hard telling stories in an interactive environment because the environment itself has to reveal things so right we're always trying to vary, you know, change things a little bit to 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 hone our skills at doing that, and it's not always successful. It's not mm-hmm. always great, but we feel like Firmament's got a good opportunity to, to be one of our better stories at this point, which is kind of that's, fun.
0: That's all. So, I mean, um, by the way, so I come oh, my close. my background is actually in filmmaking and, and screenwriting, mostly in animation. So, like when you mentioned story, it's sort of like my. I've done a couple of of story driven things and the the one specific interactive thing was actually sort of a branching narrative and we really limited the oof a little too much. We really limited the mechanics of it so in close. order to try to give us the room to tell the story. So when you're doing something like yeah, Firmament as just an as an example or if you whichever game you kind of feel as the best example sort of like how do you go about sort of like crafting that story or like to me in screenwriting there's so many like it's a very um there's a lot of rules that you can follow and it just seems like in the games world you really kind of have to reinvent the wheel almost every single time so how do you even just like start to crack that with a with a game
1: yeah it's it's hard and firmament went through so many iterations it was it was actually kind of crazy how many Mm -hmm. times we iterated with the story we knew we had a core of something good but you're right you don't you don't just you don't just tell a story in interactive the world kind of reveals itself as you go and so you Mm -hmm. have to plan for that and you 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 add a little friction here and there and the narrative is revealed as kind of a a reward in a a lot of ways Mm -hmm. As, as much as and and you know it's kind of that way in a movie um there's friction and then there's revelation and Mm -hmm. you can anticipate things ahead of time and then see if you're right when it's revealed and you want just the right amount of friction before you reveal and, and Mm -hmm. you want the the right amount of twist because you want people to go, Oh my gosh, I didn't see that, but Oh, but look, it was right there all the time. And so a lot Mm -hmm. of those elements are the same. It's just how you tell it. It has to, it's, it's revealed at its own pace in interactive and you can't force it or it feels like you're trying to make a movie instead of instead of a, a world yeah
0: right so, yeah do you yeah. even because I I think that one of the things that's also kind of hung me up a little bit trying to do interactive storytelling is often in film we have the script and the script is just it's a standard format it's like there's so many things that you can communicate in that it seems like in games like one of the biggest problems can often be sort of like how do you Capture the idea of for a story moment and hold on to it. Or how do you communicate that oh, with yeah. the team? Like, do you actually write stuff out in Twine or in some sort of like in some sort of script format?
1: You know, we've used uh, any and every tool we could get, and it depends on the game. Um, mm-hmm. For um, for Firmament, it was unique. Uh, well, you know, I, they're always different. It's just bizarre. So much of it ends up just being spreadsheets. I think just because okay. it, 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 we've used you know lots of other tools, but it, it depends on the on what we've got. So, mm-hmm. and it's so hard with interactive because, like for example, with Firmament, we've divided everything, all of our scripts into both. Um, location-based um, revelations, or um, or um, 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 or or um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, or, yeah, I, or I can't. I or can't like can't chew gum and walk plot, at basically. the same time. Or or <laughs> well, achievement, you got to hit it backwards on this of, hole too. Yeah, achievement kind of. Uh, Achievement kind of revelations or achievement kind of script uh, revelations so so sometimes you're just and by the way, there's also kind of the the necessary uh, elements of the mechanics of the gameplay that you're trying mm-hmm. to get out of the way as well as the the narrative itself and you've got to do both mm-hmm. of those and you've got to work between those and you you also want to spell out goals sometimes and sometimes you want them to speak for themselves a little bit. So it's it's it gets so complicated trying to weave all that in. And it doesn't mean we do it right. I mean I feel like every one of these games is an experiment. Um, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's a great way to to learn for the next one. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how people feel about That's Firmament. Awesome. I the story in Firmament still is like so good. Such an exciting yeah. story. So
0: well I can't wait to, to check it out. I'm so I feel like I would be uh, missing a, a if I didn't at least if I didn't talk, especially as we're playing about or as we're um, playing this sort of like puzzle-based mini mini golf game. How, what is like the just the puzzles like that was something that really sort of like grabbed people, and it was it was really the place that brought people into Mist. But it's the puzzles that so many people remember and sort of like. Do you have like like, do you have sort of like a specific rule, like, what is it that makes sort of like a... Because all of your, all of the, um, all the Cyan games have a tone and a language and to the puzzles. Like, do you have sort of like a rule set that you follow, or is it just sort of like you just kind of go with your gut on that?
1: You know, I. it's this weird balance with the puzzles especially, where you want... I mean, we got better and better at this, and Riven was was kind of the the biggest learning point of this, where Mm -hmm. the puzzles, if they fit into the world and they don't feel like puzzles, people really appreciate it, or at least I think our biggest fans really get that, where we Mm -hmm. merge the puzzles to feel like, oh, this isn't just a blatant puzzle. This is something that's in this world and is there for a reason. and at the same time you have to balance that with making things fun and making them obvious and so it's this Mm -hmm. this weird kind of back and forth that tugs tugs on each end um it has to we've we talked about these three three pillars that kind of support what we do it's the narrative you know has to support the puzzles the the friction and then the, Mm the friction has to support the uh aesthetics of the world the environment and so and those those three actually each of those supports the other one, and you try and balance those. I think that's what, the way we look at our worlds: is we try to balance those three.
0: That makes a lot if of that sense. Makes any yeah, sense like at I, all. yeah, and, and I sense. totally see what you're saying with with Riven. Yeah, like it, it felt very sort of like of the world, and it, it the challenge with that is also like I said, it does still need to feel like a puzzle, and it needs to have that satisfying. Hold on, hold on. Nope, it's gone. That satisfying aha moment or even just knowing where the puzzle is um can be a, yeah, a real yeah. real challenge and that's one of the things that i love wow. from um, um so just growing up you know just when i did like the other uh, i also played a lot of lucas arts games which are the other sort of like totally different style yeah. very very different sort of like the idea of a puzzle drastically drastically different um i'm kind of curious did you um what other what other games did you did you love even if it wasn't something that you were um, that you were trying to copy like not even puzzle games but sort of like what are some of your other sort of like favorites that you've played recently or or any really
1: uh, you know I think we were influenced a lot or I was in particular by the early Zork games or adventure games oh, they yeah. were all text mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they they felt like I, I think the what the thing I've used before is if you can play a game and then go to work or school the next day and start talking about what you did Mm -hmm. in a way that feel that people around you would go like, wait, 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 you, you went to another world, another place. Like, what are you talking about? Then, then that's a, it's an interesting achievement, you know, like, wait a minute, you, you were walking in a forest and there's a mailbox and you gave, gave a guy a sandwich and it opened a cave like what are you talking about this is so weird Mm -hmm. um and that's how it felt with the uh with those zork games and the adventure games to us you know it was it felt like it was um you had been in those places and i think that influenced us and then there were some early um early graphic adventure games um oh what was the uh I don't remember the name of it, but I know you started in, like, a bathroom stall, passed out. It was an early Mac black-and-white adventure game, and I'm trying to you, remember now. Yeah, it was... I mean, this is way back. It sounds back. So familiar. Yeah, yeah, but you... I played a lot you, of those because co- that was the era that the, I would have... Yeah, yeah, you you come out of that stall, you're like, what's going on? And the idea is to figure out why you're there, and I think that influenced <laughs> us a bit, too. We We always liked less instruction. You know, just yeah, what you know, just plop you plop a person in here and let the environment speak for itself. Let, let them kind of engage the world and figure out what what's going on. That always seemed like a, a valuable, thing to do as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm kind of curious. Has, does VR? Because you guys have been, you guys have been doing VR. Was um, what would the first one have been? Would it have been. Yeah, what was the first VR game that you guys did? Abduction was the first one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one was
1: so crazy. Oh, so close.
0: And does your process change much when you're thinking about VR? Or is it the same process and it's it's just sort of a different technical back end?
1: Yeah, I mean, it changes and it doesn't change. It's, um, It's kind of an interesting... The interface changes a bit. And you have, yeah. you. I mean, I like the fact that in VR, it feels like you have your hands. I mean, in, in an yeah. odd throwback, you know, that's how Mist kind of started. It felt like you had one hand with a pointer finger, you know, that you could do things yeah. with. And in VR, that's very intuitive. I mean, that's like sit somebody in mm-hmm. front of a screen with a hand with a pointer and they just click. They just, mm-hmm. you know, so... So VR feels the same way, you give some, you have a hand in VR and it feels like you can walk up to something and touch it or point at it or pick it up or... And so that does change, it gives you a few more interesting tools to work with. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we, we've mastered it. Again, it feels like we're experimenting again, um, but... Um, but it's a... I am super excited about VR. I mean, that's the thing that like makes me excited about all of this again. It just feels like you're in a world. It's such a crazy, yeah. crazy thing. So, yeah, it gets me and out of the bed, it, bed in the morning when I can do that. It
0: It is true that you guys are also just with the type of gameplay and storytelling that you do, you're also sort of like... Kind of, it is very much made for VR because I think the thing that always catches a lot of people off guard when they think of like, oh, let's just take this other AAA game and throw it in there. There is a really big change that happens in VR where it goes from you controlling a player like with a over-the-shoulder camera or something to when you are the person, and even just like right. having an NPC, like having a conversation with an NPC. If your avatar is on screen talking to somebody. That's a much easier thing to do than having someone who needs to feel like they're in the world making eye contact. It is a ridiculously complex thing to do, but yeah, what you were doing—I mean, even as early as Mist and the games before that—it's like it's exactly what VR is. It's just a new control thing. So yeah, you you really don't have to to change how you're thinking about things, do you?
1: Right, right. No, no. It it feels like we just get to make our more our worlds more real. I mean, every. Everything we do here feels like we're adding just reality to the worlds. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, when real time 3D came out, that felt like our worlds got more real. When VR comes out, mm-hmm. they get more real. Just every little step. And let's face it, we we started with just black and white. So even color added an element to yeah. our worlds. Um, so it's, you know, the, yeah. it just feels like those are, all nice little tools in our tool chest that make the worlds more more immersive.
0: Totally. Do you have any any predictions about VR or what what is the the one advancement, whether it's hardware or software or tech or whatever? Like, what is the one thing about like that you you think will be the biggest game changer for VR?
1: You know, I'm. I think VR is going to iterate now. That that's mm-hmm. I and mean, that's all that happens now. As we get better and better and better. I think the Quest uh, Two was huge. And as soon as I knew the specs of it, I was convinced that was a giant step forward. Getting rid of yeah. the cables because that mm-hmm. and getting rid of the PC. I mean, it, it's. Look, I played Half-Life Alex, and I loved. I mean, it was so amazing. But a normal yeah. person is not gonna go th- jump through the hoops I had to do to play Half-Life Alex. It's like my PC always wanted updated, and there's drivers, and something's not synced, mm-hmm. and I gotta update this. And it's, you know, it's so it's visually stunning, but man, it's just different when you put the headset on and play. That just makes a yeah. world of difference. And we all know where this goes. They just get better and better from here on out. So. Yeah um so I it's, think more, that about, is it's how, more about
0: the gradual yeah. improvement as opposed to like there's one massive yeah. thing like the stand the jump to standalone almost sounds like that was the big thing that you were most waiting for
1: uh, that was the big thing for me it iterates from here now i do think that that ar is is gonna be a, a just a, a a gigantic um i think that's gonna be huge but it's gonna take a long time to to kind of make that all happen so um yeah to me vr i mean if you everything this is going to sound really weird and, and very esoteric or something but technology that we've had up till this point including screens and phones and even tvs and vr all of that is just transitional building to ar because AR means that mm-hmm. your screens are anywhere you want them. The whole world is your palette. Everything is uh, everything is flexible and in flux and you you know there there's ads and you know unfortunately as well as games everywhere fortunately. Yeah. You know, but it'll be it, great it truly is, software. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it but that'll change everything i think that makes a, a really big difference um but that's a that's a long ways coming that's a lot of tech and a lot of problems yeah. to solve before we get there um so that's how I feel yeah
0: that's i feel that as well so sort of like and whenever people talk about the metaverse it's sort of like i totally think that yes it is coming but it's also so far off and it's so hazy in what it even is like i'm much less interested in that that is probably 10 years from any sort of real sort of like you know real conversation or that it becomes real and sort of like a normal part of people's life i'm way more interested right now sort of like what is the technology capable of doing now and what cool things can we do with with yeah just the the pieces that are already in play because i mean just the I'm constantly right. amazed that any of this stuff works at all. Like even the fact that our brains accept it is kind of fascinating
1: yeah, to me. Yeah. At, the end, at the end here, it's kind of interesting to wrap it up and say that um, it feels like VR is at the big, the exciting part is it's, it's the wild west. I said this you know, years ago when we got started with it, mm-hmm. but, but we're like defining what this is. There are some rules that are starting to be established, like how you move, I mean, we got started in VR. and We didn't even know how you would move because Mm -hmm. locomotion, you know, true fluid motion makes some people sick. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, you know, people are teleporting and like, oh, that works pretty good. And it starts to become one of those standards. But Mm -hmm. there's still so much flexibility and so many things we can define every time we do it. You guys are are doing that even with a mini golf game that has multiplayer trying to define the rules. Like, how do you make match people up how do you go to the same game how do you Mm -hmm. you know chat with friends what does that mean how much of the body do you show you know what like all of those things are not just givens you have to define them and that is pretty darn exciting um yeah yeah
0: it's such a cool time to be and i'm just realizing yeah that you've got 30 years of pretty much being on the the cutting edge from cd-rom all the way up to vr so yeah you've just yeah you're just still innovating and, and and helping invent the way that people play and experience worlds so well thank you so much for taking the time to 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 play with us and for also letting us play with your world your island so um
1: yeah <laughs> yeah my pleasure Everybody, this was it's so much fun being here and in our world that's a different in a different shape i i just i'm so excited lucas about this i think people are just gonna love it it's you know it's this weird line between the purity of mist and just not taking things so seriously and having fun Mm -hmm. on the island for a change i think people talk Mm -hmm. about that and and think about it all the time but you guys have pulled it off it's just gonna be a blast i can't wait to see what people how people enjoy it it's really cool
0: oh yeah yeah well yeah well thank you again everybody yeah check out check out mist if you haven't played mist uh play walkabout mini golf firmament do you have a release date for firmament yet
1: uh not yet uh well when it comes like it is with being wrapped up i mean there's a lot of work on it every day these days you know how that is but yeah oh yeah
0: totally (laughs) awesome cool well thank you so much for having us we'll see you guys next time Mm